I do to know robot this. <laughs> How many do to know flow like this? Not many. I don't know. Anybody. How many do you know roll like this? How many do you know flow like this? Not many. Infinity. Not many. Infinity. How many do you know got the skills to go and rock a show like this? Oh yeah, another week is here. And we are up and on your podcast wherever you're listening to. Maybe you're on the train. Maybe you're on a bus. Maybe you're on a, a historic, a historic, and a historic train. Maybe you're on a Segway. Could be. <laughs> Speaking of Segways, uh, Crowy here alongside Compadre, Compadrot, my, my main man. I'm Kirk Neal. Yeah. Kirk Neal. And we are talking today about how many dudes or dudettes, as my dad would say, how many dudes or dudettes, you know, roll like this? How many dudes... Or dudettes, do you know, that flow like this? Not many, if any. I'll tell you what's directed at. This is directed straight at your face. <laughs> this is directed at you. This is directed at you, wherever you're listening to, whatever you're sipping on. Maybe you're sipping on yak. Maybe you're sipping on a vanilla thick shake. Maybe you're sipping on something I don't even know about. I could just imagine someone riding a Segway with a vanilla thick shake. <laughs> Sipping on yak on a Segway. That's a bad idea. That's a, that's a recipe for disaster. That's what that is. But we're talking about when you think no one else is as good as you. Yeah. When you think that you are the, the top dog, the, the biggest king, fish ding-ling. in the pond. <laughs> king zing. <laughs> the king zing. Or queen zing. Or queen bee. When you think that... No one else can do the job as well as you. I would just say, how many dudes, you know, roll like this? Heaps. Yeah. <laughs> heaps. There's heaps of people that can do your job. There's heaps of people that can do your job better than you can. There's heaps of people that are smarter than you. There's heaps of people out there. We need to change and reframe our mindset. Where do you want to start with this? Ooh, maybe like, um, you know, there's, a, there's an age-old saying where smart people... Hire smarter people. Can you say that again? Smart people hire smarter people. What if I have an ego? It's hard, yeah. Because I have to be the smartest person in the room. Can Can you you get out of the room? (laughs) (laughs) I can tell tell you what the outcome is. And a lot of it leads to micromanaging. Do it this way. No, no, not like that. Like this. Has to be done like this. Oh, you can't do that. Here, like I'll show you like this. And that micromanaging is such a, a common trait in people that think that they're the best at doing every single task within their organization. Yeah, ego is such a tricky thing. Who said ego is not a dirty word? Is that the who? The who? I think it is. Ego is not a dirty <laughs> word. It's a great song, by the way. My dad brought me up really well on music. And I would suggest that. Thanks, dad. And, uh, <laughs> but, but ego, dangerous. Very dangerous because if you have to be the smartest person in the room, if you have to have the right answer for everyone, if you have to be have the final say in any relationship, client or partner, that's extremely hard. And you want to kind of think around how do I hire someone smarter than me? Just like Greg did with us. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, like me more like that guy. How do you hire people that are heaps good? But how do you hire people that might have a better idea than you? And I remember as a, uh, 
back in the site days when apprentices would have better ideas than me. I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but but they would. And I'm like, thank God, yeah. because I've got lots of things to do, lots of things on my plate, and you want to not be the smartest person in your company. No. I suggest we talked about this this morning. You I don't know if I can say it. You want to be the dumbest person in your company. Yeah. You want to be that. And it's interesting because like if – if you are the deity, if you are the the god or goddess of your your business, like where do you go from there? Well, and and you be, you're locked in to being the go to. Yes. So it's okay. I'll go to Crowy. He's always got the right answer. Boom, and then you're stuck. Now, how do you take a day off if everyone comes to you because you're the best? How do you go surfing in Bali when you got to have your eye watch on you, just checking it? <laughs> oh, no one can make a decision without me. But yeah, ego, you really got to confront that and check yourself before you wreck yourself. I love to say that, but ego has no place. Ego and insecurity will land you in some really difficult and dangerous positions. So try and just think for a moment, for a second. Hopefully you can train someone, raise someone up, hire someone better than you. That That's first. Foundational 101. I'm okay not to be the smartest person in the room. I'm okay to learn. I'm okay to ask questions. And when we're okay to ask questions, when we don't have the right answer for everything, guess what? The people around us feel comfortable to ask questions. And confident. Yeah. Confident. It's really important. But yeah, ego will land you in some serious, dangerous positions. And um, it's interesting because... Thought? You yeah, thought. just a thought. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to one of our members this week, actually, about how um, he has one of his one of his techs that is really good at communicating uh, with clients and will sell an immense amount of product out in the field. And he's like, it's so strange because when he communicates with me, he can't pick his words and he stumbles and he goes around. And I'm like, what is happening there? It's a great example of the dynamics that are at play. When he talks to you, being the business owner, you are the expert. But when he talks to the clients, he's the expert. So he'll find his voice a hell of a lot better because the dynamic is completely different. Whoa, that's really powerful. So when, you know, and you think about that position when when you are the expert, it's, it's a great position to be in because you can recommend and oh, in my, my house, I would do this. If this is my place, I've seen this before, such a good idea and ideology to live your business around. But so. if you don't have that, as a business owner, if you don't have that space to go where you can be, where you're not the expert, then you'll lose touch with that feeling of learning and development as well. So that, that puts you in a really vulnerable position because the second you start developing, innovating, you start going backwards very quickly. Yeah, and I think you should just want everyone around you to thrive. And people are going to come in around your company and we've got to be comfortable then getting better than us. But I want to focus on... Oh, let's... Before you go for focusing... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just said you want people to... You want to be comfortable with people being better than you. Yeah. How does someone get better? They do what I do, not what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I think like on a skill level, like if I was to get good at piano, for example, I can't play the piano once and then I'm just going to be ultra gifted, you know, watch me go. It's the repetition. So if there's roles within your business where you're hiring people, there is every reality that they would amass higher repetitions in that task than you ever would. So if you don't see them as the expert in that task, then, you know, and you're still controlling that task, then you're closed off to their ability or because they've done it more than you have. Yeah. So let's just think about that for a second and talk about the site work first. 
Of course, you can do it better than your apprentice because you've done it so many more times. <laughs> Get out of the way. I can do this as quicker than you. Of course you can because you've you've practiced your skill. You've been there and nothing, trust me, as a boss, nothing is more frustrating than oh, I can do that in two hours. It's a two-hour job. Why is it taking you four or five hours? But it used to take me four to five hours if I self-reflect, if I go there. And it's time to hand that stuff over and let people get really good. You see it all the time in site walkthroughs when people have that three, four, five, six staff and they're really good at walking through with the client and oh, I thought about this and thought about this and you know, you're the top dog. And if, let's be honest, let's be honest, let's be honest. It feels really good to be the top dog. To be the expert. I to think. be the, yeah, yeah. To be does. the expert, it's a comfortable space for you to communicate because you have some authority and control over that and as a human quality like we like to have control and it doesn't matter if doesn't matter what your upbringing is what your where you've come from fundamentally humans love control they like to be able to choose things and have a control over their day and things like that so when you're the expert you're in that position where you control the the dynamic of the conversation when you were saying control, then I could just picture playing Donkey Kong 3 on my Super Nintendo. <laughs> like, control, control. You go where I want, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Get those bananas, baby. Uh, Donkey Kong, what a game. Far out, what a game. But yeah, thinking back to walking through with clients, of course I can do it better. I've done it so many more times. And it's genuinely hard to hand over something you're good at. And, but you just have to do it. And it's hard to watch someone do something not so good when you're really good at it. And the other thing is, the reason why you're good at it, A, you've practiced a heap, but you've learned a heap. So in that moment, you could be like, you don't know how to do this, anywhere near as good as me. But there's a treasure trove of tips and tricks that I could give someone and they could learn it and be better than me in a way shorter time frame than me, the organic way, learning the hard way, picking up things. And that might've taken me three, five, six, seven years to get as good as I am. But with my skill set, if I could pass that knowledge on to someone, someone could be equally and if not better than me in a matter of 12 months. Yeah, I mean, let's take it from a presentate, presentators, pres presenters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind presentator. Presentator, uh, let's take it from a presenter's point of view for our job, there's only one real way to get better at it and that's to do it. You can watch as many videos on what do I do with my hands and what do I, how do I raise my voice or do whatever, but you've just got to do it. And it's a lot of times, same with sight, same with that, uh, that sight walkthroughs and everything, you've just got to practice and practice makes more perfect. But where I really wanted to go to with this podcast. Sorry, did I just take you like three left turns? No, <laughs> you know me, I love a left turn. I love a good roundabout too. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good stop sign um, coming from Byron. We have no traffic lights. Thank God mm. the kids go to see a traffic light. They're like, yeah, traffic light. <laughs> like that's a roadwork sign. <laughs> but yeah, this is pretty much our version of a traffic light. Um, I really wanted to get to this, get to admin, get to the admin. Because, you know, as a, you just got to face facts. If you're good at your job, which, which you are because you're listening and you're, you're a good tradesman and you care or tradesperson or tradeswoman or whatever you want to call it, you're good at your job, that will result in you getting more work because you're good at your job and everyone's like, you got to use Jimmy, Jimmy's a man. <laughs> and everyone's like, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. And you're like, I can't put it for on the best. And all of a sudden, you got, you know, your two, two people have that 
same job at once and you got to hire and maybe it's your first hire, 10th hire, 15th hire, whatever. At some point, you have to hand over what you're actually good at, the site work. Yeah. Now we go to the elephant in the room when, when, when the tradies trying to keep the admin work really close to them. <laughs> they're like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right, right, right. All right, so, 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 so you're, uh, you are happy to hand off what you're good at, but what we are untrained, uneducated, unskilled in admin work, where we want to hold on to because we're the only people that can do it. Do you know why that is? Why is that? Because someone will come in and be instantly better than you and it will crush your ego. And someone will come in and actually know what they're doing. And they'll see it, right? They'll see um, inefficiencies and like, why yeah. are you doing it this way? This is real, this is a bad way to do things or a poor way to do things. And then you have to be able to surrender that ego. So people hang on to that because they know that if they hire an expert to come in, as good as it's going to be, there's a there's an acknowledgement personally that I actually suck at this. Or someone's going to see my Excel spreadsheet into different Excel spreadsheet into A4 pad into notebook that I misplaced last week. Don't worry, I got all my into systems. second A4 pad that I got from the wholesaler into drawing on a napkin. <laughs> Into the secondary napkin that my kid drawn into my invoice that was three months late. Yeah. Into no system. It's so funny because you often reference to site work and it's it's like, I'm not scared of walking into any job in, in my in my trade. Because I'm like, if it's wrong, I'll just fix it. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. I don't really mind what, what is there. I'll make it right. And that's how admin people feel coming into your business. There's no judgment. Maybe, okay, maybe a little bit of judgment. <laughs> maybe a little bit of like WTF is going on here. Um, but they'll come in and straighten it out and, and make it easier. And it's just a false economy, right? It's a false economy not handing something over to an expert. It's also a false economy financially. It's like you think about how much do you pay an uh, admin person? 30, 35, 40 bucks an hour. How much can you earn on site? A lot more than that, specifically when you're training people, specifically when, you, what's your job? Your job's probably, if you're out of, you know, if you're in the office full time, it's probably staff management, staff liaison, client management, client liaison, love that band by the way, and the, the little tasks that no one else can do but that operations manager, it's probably not just that mundane, straight up admin stuff. So you've got to hand it over, and the sooner you do it, the easier it is. So when you think, no one can do it like me. I want to challenge you. Yes, they can. <laughs> of course they can. They can probably do it a lot better. And they can probably do it a lot better on site and in the office. And just want to leave you all with that, that lingering thought. Are you the smartest person in your company? And if so, that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to get outside of that. There's the best business operators hire smarter people. So you gotta find where is that talent, what can they bring into the team, and then that takes so much more off your plate. I remember a um a phrase that I used to use with training apprentices. And I'm like, you will be way better than me. Because I'm gonna teach you as best that I can after all this stuff that I've learned. But not only that, you get trained by Scotty and Jimmy, and you get all these other perspectives. So you should be the, the mass. <laughs> Top of the pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of all the great things that each one of us bring, you will 
take all of those skills and by the end of your apprenticeship, you should be lights ahead of where I was at the end of my apprenticeship. So good. It's so good. I love that. And not only should you be comfortable hiring smarter people, but you should be comfortable keeping them around. Honestly, it's a big thing. Don't let your ego get in check. Be really, really comfortable with someone with better ideas, better suggestions, better on-site stuff, better off-site stuff, better suggestions on, hey, I reckon we could do this. Oh my gosh. Yes, you need people seeing your blind spots and we need to hire excellent. I've got a little phrase here. You want to hire capable people who are excellent humans. Yep. Both. We need someone who's capable and someone who's a great human. Uh, that's what I'm signing off with. When you hire, hire someone who's capable and hire someone who's a great person. What are you signing off with? Uh, just oh, on wait, that. Just to say in context. What's your final thought? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. Kirk, Kirk. Uh, in that smartest person or how to find those smart people, I think you've got to cultivate an environment where everyone's uh, suggestions, opinions are really well received. Um, so you might look at your team right now and go, well, I am the smartest person. But you can, what you can do starting tomorrow is you can create an environment for these people to really shine through. They could have a heap of great ideas. They could be a hell of a lot smarter than you think. But you've been suppressing that through the environment that you create or the channels that you don't have open for those suggestions. And when you think about it, as a business operator, if the responsibility is on you to come up with every good idea, you have a ceiling. There's only so many good ideas one person can come up with. You could be a leader coming up with ideas, but there's only so many you can have. And if you've got a team of three, four, five, six, 15, whatever it is, every one of those has got to have a good idea in them somewhere. Everyone's good for one good idea a year, <laughs> I reckon. Definitely. I love that. Uh, and to sign off with some Vanessa Amorossi quotes because she is the, the goddess of trading lifestyle. Look around you and let everyone you see and everyone you know shine. <laughs> so if you're loving the podcast, please share with your friends, anyone that's thinking about starting a tradie business or got a large tradie business. We help everyone from startup all the way up to million dollar plus months. We'd love to help you too. And lastly, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review on the player that you're listening to this on. It helps us get out there and help more tradies in business perform better and create better lives for themselves. So let's get into this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you soon.